Before we start the show, we just want to let you know we're a part of Bard Rock Network, sponsored by Dragon Master Games. Dragon Master Games is a local game store with an online storefront where you can get TTRPG products and collectibles, including trading cards. Just go to their website in the show notes and write in the comments Bard Rock Network sent you. You can also support the network by subscribing to our Patreon or Ko-fi to access network-wide bonus content, get shoutouts on network shows, receive network swag, and get invited to our several annual community game nights. Anyway, on with the show! Hello and welcome back to Dungeons and Dialogue, Episode 2. Uh, in Episode 1, our party met, sort of, and got to know each other, sort of, and agreed, sort of, to go on a quest to rescue some dwarves from an excavation after a uh, after a kind of sketchy NPC told them she'd give them extra money to do it for her and not for the town. How's everybody feeling going into this quest? I mean, um, great. I'm going to steal some shit from some dwarves. I love sketchy. I mean, uh, help them. I've never been on a quest. Hmm. Uh, is this a quest? Her. Or is this a job? Same thing. I don't know if I like this sketchy lady. Unless I'm sketching her? Sorry, what now? I don't know. (laughs) This is a hot mess of a party, isn't it? (laughs) Not yet. Give it time. (laughs) (laughs) I think that time is coming Are we going somewhere? Well, you are- Ashlyn just stares off into the distance. Because nobody seems to be answering her questions. She's just staring off at the trees and the wind blowing through the leaves. I don't really know what defines a quest. So, maybe? You start with a question, and then you have to go from there. It's really a question without the ion. Yeah, that's the energy part. Hmm. So where are these So are we starting now? Or... I don't understand. Yeah, no, this walk we're taking, that's the start of it. Like, Merzel will start walking walking towards... Are we walking right now? I thought we were standing. No, we're... You were standing. (laughs) Like, what what Ashton doesn't realize is when she wasn't looking, they put a little red wagon under her, so while she's been standing there, she's been steadily moving. And Tev is probably pulling it. Alexander sure as heck is not. <laughs> Merzel will at least start walking towards wherever they are supposed to go. Yeah, and you would know from the job posting that uh, you're heading to the Dwarven excavation ruins of Leyland, about 15 miles southwest of Anland, so it is a fair hike. What was the name yeah. again? Uh, Leylon. L-E-I-L-O-N. What time of day oh, is it right now? Yeah. You, you guys got a long rest. It is morning when you embark from Fandland. Yay, spell The quest doesn't have an encounter. Yep, the spell the quest doesn't have any encounter tables or anything, so uh, unless you want to do more banter as you travel and walk, uh, you're basically going to teleport there. We're not even so, at that level yet. But I like the outside. <laughs> I'd like to learn to teleport. <laughs> I like the outside. I like experiencing the outside. Well, well you got fifteen miles to experience, so Alexander actually knows how to time travel, but it's only one second at a time and forward, not backward. Yes, yeah. it's, you know, wizard magic is limited in that capacity. <laughs> um, you will notice that as uh, we 
head along that Ashlyn um, just starts picking up random pebbles, like any little pebbles, small little pebbles, different sizes, pretty colors, and just starts collecting them and putting them in her pouch. And if anybody looks really closely, you'll notice that she's almost constantly, there's like a small, teeny tiny flare of magic as she as she collects these pebbles. And she seems to be imbuing them somehow as we head along. That's so what really are you storing cool. those for? Oh, well, in case there's danger. And also because they're pretty. Oh, uh, I love pretty things. Mm-hmm. So you're collecting pebbles for magical reasons because they're pretty? Well, yeah, they're pretty, but also they can hurt things if they try to hurt you. Good noted, I suppose. <laughs> Do you want to see? Yes, please. She pulls out a pebble and just, like, throws it at, like, I don't know. Was there anything, like, on this path besides trees? I mean, trees, rocks. Uh, let, you, let me find a generic encounter table and see if I can get you a like actual wildlife to throw it at. Oh, she wouldn't throw it at a wildlife. A rock will do. So she pulls out the pebble and she just kind of lobs it at a larger boulder that's on the side of the road. And you notice when it hits it, it actually puts a crack in the boulder. You wouldn't think that a pebble would do that to a boulder. Out of game, she's using magic stone as her cantrip. She can imbue pebbles to throw them at people. That was my guess. And hurt Very them. cool. Okay. Noted. Do not mess with Ashlyn's pebbles. <laughs> you could throw one too. I doubt it would work as well. Because I... No, try it. Okay. She hands you a pebble. I'm going to yeet it at the same rock. Um, it works just as well. Yep. The uh, magic stone spell does in fact say you can hand the magic stone to other people to throw. And after taking two of those, the rock splits clean down the middle. That made See? it look a lot more impressive than my throw was. <laughs> you get to use my spell casting to, uh, for your to hit, and you get to use the damage associated with magic stone. I may, when I use the cantrip, I get to imbue three pebbles, mm -hmm. and I can hand them off to people, or I can use them myself. That's a cool That's a fun spell. spell. Wow. See? It's an and she just goes back and picks up the two pebbles that we threw and puts them back in her pouch. And so your journey? <laughs> Certainly a useful ability. I think so. My spells tend to be a little flashier. Not intentionally, oh. just usually they involve expensive materials and not rocks. I'm kind of jealous of your thriftiness. Do you want a pebble? <laughs> I'm quite alright, thank you. But Are you sure? You I'm can good. Have one. I have necromancy bullshit. Um oh. and Alexandra is gonna you know, do a really awkwardly what he thinks is a cool pose, but is kind of just him walking, looking off into the distance, looking slightly constipated. 
question. I was going uh, to make your role performance, but it sounds like you already decided your role was low, so. My charisma is only a plus one, so I doubt it looks good, cool anyway. <laughs> Ashlyn just looks at Alexander for a second, probably a second too long, and you just hear, all right, in your head. I never know how to respond to that. What am I supposed to say? He's just gonna spin she around. She looks on at the you field. very confused. She looks at you very confused as you say those that. What are you talking about? Well, what's the polite response to someone talking in your head? Um, I don't know. Is there even a polite response? Can you hear my thoughts when I say something to you like that? Or is it just a one-way kind of thing? It's one way. At least for now. Hmm. And I can't hear your thoughts. I can just say things to you in your head. Noted. And she'll just keep wandering off barefoot, just enjoying the feel of the dirt and the grass in between her toes. And she gets to enjoy the dirt and the grass between her toes until you get closer to the excavation, which is in the mountains. And the terrain gets a little bit rockier. She's still barefoot. Absolutely. Once you arrive at at a ley line, uh, you see the canyon's rocky walls rise to a height of 80 feet. At the end of the canyon, there's a 20-foot-high wall of black stone that has a broken gate carved into it, with one stone door hanging precariously by a hinge and the other door missing entirely. Uh, beyond this gate, in the shadow of a great mountain east, lies a ruined settlement. Uh, as you listen for any sort of sound, all seems mysteriously quiet. Um... Seems like the perfect place to walk into an ambush. I would like to do a perception or investigation sort of thing to see if there is any active assailants nearby. Alright, so are you just, like, doing a quick scan of the area visually and listening, which would be perception, or are you, like, actively checking for areas someone might be hiding? I would like to actively check for areas that people might be hiding, as well as, like, you know, any signs of, like, recent, you know shifting of rocks or whatever. Oh, sure. An excavation site. I'm sure that'll be that. And that'll be investigation. Oh, that's a terrible start. Um, a nat one plus five. Six. Mm. Well, seeing, seeing Alexander trying to look around, Ashlyn try to follow his lead, except she's just gonna try and see if there are any tracks to, you know, see if she can find any footprints or indications of people passing in and out and if so, who or how many or any creatures, Uh, really creatures she'd really like to know if there's any creatures Alright, well I'm going to go ahead and say Alexander with his one, uh, sees some indiscriminate footprints and such around but has no idea what they are like, it can be anyone's footprints, it can be any age uh, but go ahead, Ashlyn, and roll your own investigation check to see if you can see something other than spirit the age for Can I roll survival for tracking instead? Oh, oh absolutely. Since you are specifically trying to track, that'll be great. Oh, yeah, that's also a natural one. Oh, Plus seven. No. For eight. <laughs> All right, well, the eight, what I'll We're do is... Uh, you you sure look through you the don't... settlement, you do find that... Uh, 
once you like once you get inside that inner gate, you find that pretty much the place has been ransacked, and you do find lots of crushed dwarf, dwarf bones and signs of recent campfires. So you see signs that people were here recently, but things didn't look like they ended well. It looks like you also see that there's a. Looks like the original habitants were killed by an avalanche. There's a lot of rubble around here. Like it looks like rocks fell on top of the mountain, but like that was probably there before the excavators were. Seeing as they found nothing, Merzel is just going to loudly yell. Hey, little fucking varmints, where are you? Oh no. This is gonna go great. Uh, <laughs> Tev is going to melt into the wall out of either trying to be stealthy or being embarrassed. Alright, Tev, roll a stealth check. Could she have advantage because Merzel is taking up everybody's attention if there are people here? Uh, you guys are standing out in the open, so I'm gonna say no. Fair enough. That's an 11. You believe yourself. Anyway, who are you calling well, following... Oh, people. Yep. yep, you see two dwarves come out, uh, and one of them goes, Who are you calling varmints, you? I'm not a varmint, I'm a dwarf. Mm, I know where you're asking about a horse piece. You the ones that asked for adventurers to help? Adventurers? I didn't ask for no adventurers. Uh, tell you what, anyone who wants to go ahead and roll a history check, the DC's super low. Okay. Well, with our track record, it's going to be lower than one. 17. I mean, six. Thir yeah, 13. six. All right. So, uh, Alexander and Ash Ashlyn will both rail. Remember, your quest was to... Warn these guys there's a dragon. They should probably shouldn't be hanging out. They wouldn't ask for anybody to come. They're surprised you're here. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm right. going to shoulder check big guy. Not trying to do damage. Just bonk into him and say. You probably hurt uh, yourself doing that. Oh, <laughs> definitely. My strength is a negative two. So <laughs> I'm just going um, to essentially just stand right next to him. And, um, you know... There's a dragon, uh, apparently terrorizing the mountains, and we were sent from Vandalin to warn you to get out, essentially. Uh, the uh, second dwarf that hadn't yet spoken to Oh, gosh darn, now is that all it is, is a dragon? Dragons are just the thing of the mountains, huh? Yeah, but, yeah, we probably should wrap up our excavation, and we can use your help if you uh, can help us get through here. We'll, we'll get back to town and look at so if we help you, you'll come back? Ah, uh, sure. And tell you what, if you uh, help us estimate some of the treasure, we've been split it with you. Deal. Deal. Ah, <laughs> uh, fantastic. So what we'll do is we aren't so good at the fight, and there's a there's an ochre jelly in there. It, it attacked us something fierce, but we did get out of there okay, but we are not equipped to deal with the threat of that caliber. So if you want to just go do that and check the place for other dangers, once you have the button, give us the all clear, we'll come in and help you survey. Right. Can right. you, do you have like a basic layout of the place since you went in there already? All right, let me just open up a commoner sap block and see if he can draw a map. Hold on a second. It doesn't have to be a good one. Just a blank page with an X on it. You are here. Jelly is there. There may or may not be walls in the way. 
You're gonna make me use the snip tool for theater of the mind. Okay, hold on. I mean, you could just tell me that there's a map. You don't actually have to yeah. show me the map. Oh, okay. I I was I was overthinking this. Yes, uh, they totally have a map, but they had only explored through the first three rooms before they got to that jelly. So, it's you're you're basically you went through the gate. You're standing in the second room, uh, and then there's another corridor, and then uh, there's like an area that fork, and somewhere around there is where they where they lost track of the over jelly. Can I do a history or something to f- see if I know anything about ochre jellies? Uh, that would be a nature check. Uh, then I... Actually, that's not that bad. I always think nature is a wisdom. Um, seven. I rolled a four. Uh, you know they look like jello. Deadly, deadly um, jello. Deadly jello. Do they seem to be telling us the full truth, or are they... Hiding anything from us? Roll insight check. Nope. Ashlyn doesn't know. It was a natural one for an eight. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, with an eight. My passive insight is seventeen. Uh, well, for for this, for uh, let's say with the passive insight, you get the intent, the knowledge on the level, uh, but you do realize they haven't given you their name. Oh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't even think to ask. That's so. that's perfectly fine. But she does offhandedly realize, huh? I don't know their names. <sighs> well, we're doing this, right? Isn't that we're on a job? I'm still confused on the whole semantics of this situation. But we're, we are doing this, correct? All I remember about Oka jellies is that they look like Jello, so it might be not that bad. Can I do a nature check for ochre jellies? Oh, absolutely. Ooh, that's a 23. All right, so what do you know about ochre jellies? Uh, they are uh, classified as oozes, uh, so uh, amorphous blobs. Uh, you know that they uh, resist uh, slashing acid damage, and they're outright immune to lightning or slashing damage. Uh, and you know that there a whole bunch of conditions won't affect them. Mostly, you know, they like to live in caves and they slip through, like, they're like dark, moist spaces, basically. And they can cling to walls and ceilings, and uh, they can slide through very tiny spaces easily because their bodies are basically liquid like a cat. Oh, I know about ochre jellies. So, they are blobs, they're oozes. And they can, like, change form really easily, so they can slip in and out of all sorts of places. Also, if you, do any of you do, like, sparky things, like lightning? Because that, that won't work. And then I look around. Does it appear that anybody is holding any slashing weapons in our group? Yes, the half-orc with the giant sword. I have a dagger. That's piercing. Oh, unless, yes. You stick them at the pointy end. Yes. Oh, and that, yeah, that won't work on them. It it needs to be like poke or smash, not slash. Oh, I only sort of got the one option, so. You want this? Not particularly. She pulls out out a sling and offers you a couple pebbles. (laughs) 
I'll go ahead and say, if you make a point of saying when you hit the ochre jelly that you are stabbing with the tip of the sword, we can use piercing damage. That's not raw, but the sword end is pointy and stabbable. Just don't yeah, swing the cutty fun. way. I mean, <laughs> you're welcome to swing the cutty way. But with a 23, Ashlyn would also know that if you cut it, if you use a slashing attack on it, it will create more jellies. Also, if you do hit it with that, it will become more. You'll create little babies. That could hurt you. Yeah, it's just more things to fight. You really shouldn't. That. I mean, I, I have this. I hand, the, I show him the sling, and I'm like, but I also have this, and I show him a quarterstaff. I don't really use either. So, do you want one? I'm like I said, I'm I'm good. I don't think you are. But okay. She puts them back. You just and she still them. just stands there. I guess we just have to kill it faster than it multiplies, I suppose. I was checking to see if these miners have anything that can help you. Their inventory includes rations, water, mining tools, and uh, I'll get and they have a single magic item they're about to share with you. Ooh. But but unfortunately, nothing that does a non-slashing damage. They didn't even give these things pickaxes. That's how useless they are for you guys in combat. Like, oh, here, just, we can stay in touch with y'all and they hold you out of sending stone. Mine. I will take it. <laughs> That's cool, because Ashlyn was just staring at it. Um, yeah, so, unless Ted could die for it. Oh, we, we, we have enough for all of you, but we left our bag over there with the jelly because we ran away so fast, so... Uh, you know, we have one here, and we have that extra one. And then the rest of you, once you get rid of the jelly, you get our bag, you can get the extra sending stones. We all have one. What are we waiting for? <laughs> I was waiting on you. I understood the job pretty quickly. Kill a squishy thing. You know, I normally don't stand much for... for violence, but... What? Yeah, it, it's fine, I guess. I mean... Magic item. Eco Burg. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who don't know, and the, the dwarves explain, a sending stone is basically a, it lets you talk to people across great distances. It is like casting the sending spell, but to a very specific destination. And for those of you who don't know above game, it's basically a magic walkie talk. And sorry, so who took the sending stone? Was that Alexander or. Yes. Ab? It was Alexander. I was Alexander has your guys' comp. Well, Ashlyn wasn't going to take it. Well, I'm not going to go in first. Well, I'm not Merzel's leading the way. For fighting something, we'll put the big man up front. Uh, you'll just keep getting directions because uh, Ashlyn has the map, so she's just going to be talking in your mind, giving you directions from the map. So for the first two rooms, the directions are the go straight. Basically what's going to happen is you guys are in the temple courtyard now. And the map indicates the next area is the foyer. Or the foyer, as some may call it. The foyer. Foyer. And what you see when you enter the foyer is spikes hammering the floor holding open the two sets of double doors. And there, it, what appears to be what once was apparently a secret door. You can see, like, it blended into the wall, but someone already opened it, and nothing is in there but rubble. It's already been cleared. That's a pity. 
But like, you get the impression there might be other secret doors. Poke around, see if we can okay, so the foyer, see which one this then... jelly escaped to. Yeah. Because didn't they only explore out three rooms? Yeah, so uh, what you see in the uh, foyer area, you see uh, to the north of you, you see a that room with the secret thing. Uh, give me a second here. Uh, you see a, another passageway to the south that's blocked by rubble. And then the room dead ahead of you is where they encountered the jelly. Um, I imagine Ashlyn is trailing in the back, very distracted, just looking over everything. She doesn't often come to places like this. Um, so she's probably glancing around, seeing, because we saw the secret door. So she's going to glance around and see if she can find any indications in this first room. That there might be another one there is not, I won't even make you roll for that one, that uh, you can see uh, the south end of this room. There, The other doorway is blocked by rubble. You could spend time clearing it and go that way. Uh, oh no, not, she's just looking. Yeah, I'm just like, you she's know, gonna follow the group. She's just trailing, looking over everything. You all know from the map, the next room is the, te- is the uh, temple proper. Jelly and time? That's probably where the jelly is. Jelly time. Yeah, let's go clear that guy out, and then we'll do I the am... old flip over. The old flip over? Um, Ashlyn absentmindedly puts a few pebbles in her hand. In her hand. I'm gonna pull out my She's spell book. Ted's <laughs> kind of turns around. Do you want me to check things before we uh, head in? Do you want to? Seems I, wise. Yeah. Nice thing I need. You should do what you want. Right. Because that's worked for me in the past before. Cool, cool. All right. Um. Can't have. Kind of. Is it just a doorway? Yeah, it's just a big empty archway, and it goes into, like, the primary room of a place of worship. All right, then if then she would want to slip into along the side of the archway and try to stealth inside. With your your previous 11, you believe you are stealth. I believe I am stealth. What you see as you enter the room, because you are the first person to enter the room, uh, you see a blood-stained limestone altar at the far end of the room, uh, and you recall that that is where uh, Dazzlin and Norbus eventually did give you their names. Uh, that's roughly where they encountered the ochre jelly. It scared them off. Stepping into the room, does Merzel see the ochre jelly anywhere? Uh, roll perception. Oh, no. Uh, we've been rolling so well, I don't know what that oh no is for. I'm not walking in that room until I can see that fucking jelly. 17. Well, Ashlyn's moving very slowly. She's not in the room yet. 17 on perception. Uh, 17 on perception. Uh, seeing the bloodstained altar, you look up and you do in fact see a jelly. And with a 17, you also glance and see a slimy form on the wall. It looks like there's actually a second jelly that they hadn't noticed. Oh, good. There's two of them. Motherfucker. Huh. You assholes want to get down off the ceiling and uh, start this thing proper? And Mercer will start taking the sword off his back. 
Is it initiative time? I mean, if you hadn't loudly announced that you knew that they were there, you might have gotten a surprise round. But yes, the jellies drop, flop down to the floor since the jig is up. Huh. And now everybody roll initiative. What color uh. are they? Would I have a chance to bonus action rage as they're falling? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Please don't screw me up. Uh, what color are they? I'm sorry? What color are they? Uh, based on their tokens in Rule 20, I'm going to say yellow. I think they are ochre colored. I was going to say, isn't ochre already <laughs> Wait, a Should color? we be in Rule 20? No, I use Rule 20 because I can't bring my dice with me because I'm in a hotel room. I just use it to roll my dice for me because I have Okra is a natural clay earth pigment, a mixture of ferric oxide and varying amounts of clay and sand. The more you know. (laughs) Don't say never learn nothing, kids. This is an educational. (laughs) Yeah, leave that in the edit. Let's teach the kids what the color okra is. <laughs> no, the co- no, the color ochre. Okra is is like a leaf yeah. Ochre, yeah. No, sir. It's also probably green, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. Yeah, okra the is. That's O K R A. Hey folks. We just want to take a break from the action to let you know how you can support the show. As a part of Bard Rock Network, you can support us through a number of our affiliate programs where a portion of your order goes to support the network. Everyone loves dice, right? Fan roll dice make dice of all shapes and sizes, as well as accessories like trays, bags, and towers. Or maybe you want to take better campaign notes. Just check out Minva RPG and look at their assortment of campaign journals and tools. Finally, you can level up your game night with tea or coffee from Many Worlds Tavern. In addition to delicious tea and coffee, they have stickers, tokens for your favorite trading card games, and playmats. Qualifying orders even come with free dice. All those affiliate links can be found in the show notes, and you just need to use Bard Rock Cafe at checkout to save your order. Christina, I'm all caught up in my favorite actual play podcast. What should I do? All of them? Even my podcast, Agents of Damned? That's right. Your show's excellent, but I'm up to date on that one too. I'm not sure what to check out next. Yeah, I know. There's just so many excellent actual play productions out there, it can be overwhelming to choose one. Not to worry, friends. I can make some recommendations. Oh my gosh, it's multi-talented TTRPG actual play performer and professional musician Marty Balmer. That's right. Just check out my new podcast, College of Whispers. We're the actual play book club that can help you find your new favorite production. Join me and my co-host Vicky every month as we review and analyze different productions in a spoiler-light format that's both entertaining and informative. Wow, that sounds great. You don't just look at the big-name productions, right? Yeah, I feel like whenever I ask for podcast recommendations, the same handful of super popular mainstream shows is all I get suggestions for. Not to fear. On College of Whispers, we look at a mix of big names and indie productions, so the scrappy up-and-coming shows can get their moment in the sun as well. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to go download College of Whispers on my favorite podcatcher right now. Thanks, Marty. Wait, Paul, we're part of the Bard Rock Network now. How is any of this news to you? Give them a listen, everybody. I have rolled initiative for the two jelly friends. Uh, Tev coming in. Uh, I had 18. Jeez. Who had 22? Tev. All right. Rogue doing rogue things. Merzel had 18. 
Yep, I got Mirzel. How about Alexander? Ten. <laughs> Ten. And last but not least, Ashlyn. Oh, I got a natural one for four. Get new <laughs> dice. That is your Everyone third one. to refresh their dice. I'm going to shake mine up. Put so that one in salt. I feel the need to share with you all. I'm the network's flagship show, Bard Rock Cafe. We go wild magic every time someone rolls a natural one or a 20. You all would be so screwed having natural Yeah, I don't like that. Magic. Yeah. It is, it's actually really fun. I suggest you try it in your home games. Someone would have been a I don't think you understand already. how often I roll natural ones. There's a reason that halflings are my favorite. Because in general, I roll well. But when I roll bad, I roll ones. I usually don't. I'm usually average. I mean, we're on track right now. I've already rolled two natural ones. It's usually about for a session. Oh. <laughs> Great. Oh, dear. All right, uh, Tev, you are up. You're all at the entranceway of the room. It looks like if any of you use your full movement, you can get in melee with the jellies, which are both roughly in the center. Um, cool. Then Tev is going to just kind of move up to uh, the closest one do a steppy step with daggers. All and right. my question would be, would she get sneak attack? Uh, if she's, she's not... theoretically stealth. Uh... All right, so with your 11, I need to actually roll perception for these things and see. Actually, their passive perception is what's going Their passive perception is 8. You absolutely do not see him. Yes! So yes, you'll get your sneak attack this time. You'll have to do the height action again afterward if you want to do it that way again. Yeah. I don't think she can. Plenty of action is a level 2 thing. Oh, that's right. I'm used to playing levels that don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't realize that was a level two rogue feature. I usually just play games that start level three. So yeah, you you'll have to go through the trouble of hiding again using a full ass action. But for now, you get sneak attack if you land your hit. Uh, that's an eighteen to hit. Uh, that beats this thing's comically low armor class. So uh, that is a hit. Roll your damage, including the sneak attack. Okay, so that's eight. Alright, sneak attack was one, so with the dagger plus eight, that's nine. Alright, nine. It'll take it. And you watch as like a little glob that does not form into a new ooze, just splashes off of it. And it gurgles at you. With fury. It's Sorry. Not gurgle, 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 gurgle. I'm <laughs> just trying to imagine a gurgle with fury. <laughs> and. Can I do a second action? Uh, do you have an offhand weapon? I do. It's dagger dagger. Yes, you can offhand stab. You will not get your sneak attack with the second one. So you'll just get an eighty D4, but you can't. It's you another dagger. True. Fifteen to hit? That'll hit. Yes. Tab after stabbing somebody for the first time. But wait, there's more! But wait, <laughs> there's more! That's another eight. Oh, you don't get to add your yeah, yeah you don't get to back bonus. It should, it should just be a D four, no bonus. Oh, unless, it it is the D four. Yeah. It's a one D four plus four. No, you don't. No, get you plus don't four. get the plus four on your offhand. Yeah, you need. There's a special fighting style you need to have to get that. 
into a beast. In so just four. Okay. Hey, four's damage is pretty good for a dagger. You just killed the commoner. Congratulations. Also, bubble noises. Alright, so that is your movement, your action, your bonus action. You are fully engaged with both of these jellies. Uh, next up is uh, Mirzol. Uh, yeah. Wait, is Tev flanked currently by both of the jellies, or is uh, I'm gonna or say, are they just in combat with one of them? Yeah, just, uh, so, uh, Tev is in front of one, diagonal to the other, so not flanked. Okay. Uh, Mirzol will come up and meet the one that Tev is already attacking. All right. Uh, 21. Are you using a slashing attack? I am. You deal no damage, and it splits into two. It can only cut so many times. It can only get so small. You're making it stronger. Am I not? I gave you, I warned you. He is raging, which makes him stupider than he already is. But she warned you before you were raging. Well, yeah, you forget when you just get so angry, you forget things. Sure. All right, so now there are, to the left of the center of the room, two small jellies, and to the right, one bigger jelly. <sighs> I'm getting a splitting headache, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you get inspiration for making a terrible pun. Yay. <laughs> uh. It's a damn discretion to give inspiration. I like bad puns. Oh, I, I thought she was getting a headache. <laughs> oh no, she was making she was making a joke because the, the jelly split. Jelly split. <laughs> also, I think that would be Alexander's reaction to what our barbarian is currently doing. All right, so that is the barbarian's action. Does Mirzel have a bonus action, or did he rage before the battle for no good reason? Well, you rage because now everything only hits half as hard. Oh, you were afraid you'd get attacked first. That's fair. Yeah. You have. So are you all oh, that's the barbarian's whole shtick, is raging. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, Alexander, you are up. There are now three jellies. Great. Um, I'm going to... Fireball. Uh, I don't have fireball one. yet. Otherwise, I, I, I would. A little one that's called cheating. Uh, Please, no. These things don't look smart, right? They do, they do not. I'm going to I'm cast Mind Sliver. Uh... You, do, you drive a disorienting strike of psychic energy into the mind of one creature you can see within range. It must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take 1d6 psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw it makes before the end of my next turn. So, what is your save, DC? 13. 13. Alright, let's see. Uh, which of the three jellies are you hitting? One of the two baby ones or the bigger one? The big boy. Alright. Roll this with its minus four to intelligence. See how it does. That is a negative three. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. So. That's right. It rolled a natty one. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll your d4 to the damage. It's a d6, and then oh. it subtracts a oh, d4 oh, from I the see. next saving it's throw. Subtract d4. I did not read the spell well. That's my bad. Okay. So, do I add my spellcasting modifier to the damage? You do not. No. So no. it's just six. Nice. Yes. 
and I have marked this one gets a he has a D4 subtraction from its next saving throw. Saving throw. Okay. So it might not so, get used, but it's a cool spell, and I am going to. And which one was that? The, the big, big boy one has not been split. Okay. I'm gonna enter the room, but slide kind of against the wall, not get into like melee range, but get into the room itself. Uh, you are in the room. Did you slide left or right? Left. Um, and that Two is my turn. Time. I have too much little shit energy to be a DM, I swear. Alright, so that was Alexander's turn. Next is the oozes. Right, so we're gonna have uh a fortune roll. Uh Mirzo, even her odds. Odds. Alright, you roll even. The uh the first jelly's gonna go after uh, Tev. It's going to use its uh, pseudopod attack. That's a fun word. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing a seven does not hit your AC. Tev? Tev? Yeah, I'm guessing a seven doesn't hit you, Tev. It does not. The other two are going to go after Mirazul. A dirty 20. Shield. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Surprise the barbarian, no shield. Yeah, century. Yep, so you're gonna take eight bludgeoning and six acid damage. Okay, that is that's ha- the bludgeoning gets halved to four. Yeah. That is still most of my health because of this motherfucking acid damage. That is alarming. Yeah, it rolled max damage on the acid because one d six. Does wizards know that you're level one? And it's doing You're two types of damage? Here's the, here's the thing, and we'll talk about this more at the Fireside Chat. The exact instructions are, here are, uh, for this room, there's an ochre jelly on the ceiling. If the party has two or more characters, not including sidekicks, there's a second ochre jelly. They are challenge rating two. Which uh... means one of them is a, is a challenge for a party of four level two people. Oh boy, do I have thoughts for when we do our first Fireside Chat, because this is insane. I have 7 HP! I could get blasted by the acid, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you actually, the 7 HP, if you got hit with this exact attack, you instantly die, no death saves, but that's twice your HP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only reason I'm still up is because I'm raging. This is, this is bad design, wizards. It's hard to make something that isn't lethal for first level Maybe characters. we should have chosen a different quest for our first one, guys. Maybe we should Maybe a should learn how to write a good quest and not do this <laughs> like bullshit. Maybe they should have picked a stat block that doesn't get to roll two large dice. Like it yeah. rolled two d6 plus it rolled three d6. That's a lot of damage at level one. And they put two of these things in this room. That is absurdly high. Like okay, cool. So yeah, so has, yeah, so and yeah. Let's let the, let the other one attack me. I'll go down. No, not just immune slashing damage, slashing damage makes it stronger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Alright, so Alexander did their thing, and then the, the Ooze did their thing. I have one more attack, Pseudopod. Yeah. Ooze, this one's gonna. Ah, you gave me a third Ooze. Yeah, just go for it. Just. Alright, let's go. Let's go ahead. This one's gonna go after Tev. 
That's even worse. How much? 18 to hit. That hits. Uh, 10 bludgeoning damage and 5 acid damage. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah, yeah how much? On death, she's on death saves. It's 15 total. But how much health did Tev have? <coughs> 10. Okay, oh, yeah. Right, so Tev is down. Yeah. For the... But that is, is my the, turn? turn. Yes, it is Who's now it? Ashlyn's turn. Cool. She looks over. Oh. That's not good. I should help. So she gives a little... And as she says help, she gives like a little finger tap in the air. And she casts Healing Word on Tev. Uh, for, uh, let me see, sorry, let me pull it up. Oh yeah, for eight points of healing. Nice. Whoa, big numbers. I have a 20 in wisdom, I rolled real well, guys. I got, I rolled an 18 on my stats, so I have a 20 in wisdom. Um, And then for, for her action, um, after she does the little air tap, she uh, grabs one of her pebbles and like sets it on her middle finger and like lines it up and does a little flick with the pebble towards the um, leftmost. All right. Ooze. All right. Um, ooh, that's not great. Uh, that should be. A- Twelve to hit. Twelve hits these things AC. Wander. They take ten points of bludgeoning damage. You're not sure how a blob of jello can look bloody, but it does. Are you okay? It's less viscous. And then in 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 Merzal's head, he hears, "Don't do that again." It's just angry yelling inside his head. Yeah, I would have. I had I known that this thing. She can't does hear do- what's inside your head. She can't hear what's inside your head. Uh, the yelling's also on the either. outside. Don't worry. <laughs> Rap <laughs> gibberish. Yeah, over the table. Uh, had I known gonna... this thing does three d six damage, I would not have played into the dumb barbarian stereotype like this. Um, but she, uh, she's gonna stay. Uh, her like two steps back into the hallway that she has been this entire time. She's going to stay there. All right, absolutely. Uh, as the round's about to start, Kira hears the speech tone. Is everything okay in there? We heard a Wilhelm scream. A Wilhelm scream? Uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they heard. That's what they heard. Ah! Down. Who the ah. fuck is Wilhelm? <laughs> um, everything's fine. I mean... Roll deception. <laughs> Everything's in a situation where you would not help by being here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> We're they, working they, on they it. I agree with you. All right, and then Tev, you are back up. <laughs> and now you are adjacent to Mirzel, so you will get sneak attack if you connect with an attack. All right. Um, you should get the bloodied one. Yeah, and that case she's gonna kind of get herself steady these things suck and 
Mm, go for the dagger. What? Doesn't 11 hit? It does. Huzzah! So, uh, that's a total of 9. Uh, 9 is enough to delete the weakest of the jellies off the board. It falls into a puddle of goo. Curse you and your wicked ways. Remind me not to step on that later. Alright, that was your action. Do you have a bonus action person who hasn't inherited other bonus actions yet? You are adjacent to all of the jellies. Uh, just stab at another jelly. Uh, the big scary one or the other baby one? The baby. Okay. Uh, 18. Yep, that hits. Four, six. Isn't the dagger a d4? I have it as a d4 plus four. No, yeah, but it's your offhand yeah. attack. Yep, yeah, we covered that earlier. You don't get, your offhand attack does not get your dexterity bonus. So it's a oh, it doesn't bonus. get the bonus. Okay, yep. that's... I got confused that's, there. So, yeah. So, two. Yep. So, a two. A toasty two damage. It gurgles at you. All right, Mirzel, you're up. And you hear through the speaking stone. Hey, don't sun him in half. Don't do it. Uh, and they can hear back from Merzel just yelling, Shut the fuck up, Varmin! Uh, and Merzel's gonna hit them with his sword again, but this time, uh, he's going for the big one, and he'll turn his sword and, like a cricket bat, just bring it down overhead to, like, All right. smash like him with the flat the side. Yes, you can do bludgeoning damage, that is fine. But you're asking me to do some bludgeoning damage. 19? Smash. <laughs> yep, 19 will hit. Oh, 13 damage. 13 damage. That's pretty toasty. And would have finished off the baby one if you had chosen it. You gotta spread the love. Or anger, I guess. I was in about the to say. Case. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Spread All the right. aggression. Alright, Alexander is up. The big one still has the detriment from your last mind spike if you're thinking of casting it again, because they will not stack. Um, it's until the my next uh, turn, oh. I believe. So. Oh, okay. I I thought it just said on their next one. Let me. No, it's still it's Before until the, the end, end of her next turn. turn. So yeah. yeah. So, um. Yeah. So I, I will if you cast it on that one again, we will let it supplant. Is there a? You said poison doesn't work well on it, right, Ashlyn? Or did you not vocalize uh, no, that? No acid. 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 Uh, Poison's fine. I'm gonna save my spell slots. Screw that. Um, I'm gonna just um, I'm gonna give it a chill touch. I have to do it to hit, but it does a little more damage. So, um, does a seventeen hit? Seventeen will hit. Are you shooting the baby or the big one? The big boy still. Okay. I know the little one is low, but I don't care. Um. Takes seven damage and can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Tev might care. It's <laughs> gonna punch, punch her. Yep, so seven necrotic damage. Yep, it took seven necrotic damage. Great. And that's my turn. Alright, the oozes are up. And that one, the big one, is really mad that Mirzel baseball batted it in the face, whatever counts as the face, it's gonna suit a pot at it. That is a ten. Nope. The little baby jelly is going to go after Mirzol for a natural 20. Oh. 
By the way, just so everyone knows, I have the, the, I have roll 20 rolling with advantage at all times. In turn left universe, it rolled a natural one. <laughs> uh, the so duality of who's... 18 mm -hmm. reduced to 9 bludgeoning damage and 3 acid damage. Well, thank God. No, I mean, I would be out, except I'm a motherfucking half-orc, relentless endurance. Yeah, so you see Merzel take one across the chin, and somehow he's only more angry. And for our listeners that are not familiar with that feature, can you please explain what it does? So, Relentless Endurance is a special, um, I guess, racial ability that all half-orcs get. Uh, once per long rest, when you're reduced to zero hit points, but not outright killed, you can instead choose to drop to one hit point. All right, so Mirzol survives by the actual skin of his teeth as he takes one to the jaw. Ouch. That looked painful. And I just was just spitting out a tooth going, is that all you got? It's just resetting the jaw back into place. Ugh. A half-melted jaw. <laughs> yeah, no, Mirzol is not having a good day. Neither is Tev. Uh, but that is all the jellies can do. And so, finally, last but not least, we have Ashley. Um, is one of the jellies looking worse than the other? Uh, the small one, from when they were split on the left, looks a little worse off. But it doesn't look substantially worse off than the other one. They That's look pretty fine. close. Uh, she is gonna do the same thing. Grab another pebble. Um, and she's gonna line it up. And she's gonna flick it at the other small one in front of Tev for another 12 to hit. That will hit. Uh, that's for seven points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, it is still alive. And she'll just look over everyone. Are you... Is everyone okay? Is this what jobs are? You Not <laughs> usually. Um... <laughs> Depends and on the then, job, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> bonus action. Yeah, bonus action. She's going to cast Magic Stone again so that she has three new pebbles that are... Um, awesome. Infused. And she's going to stay where she is, in the tunnel. All right. And now, Tev, you are up. On your left, you have a... Uh, has more than a ghost of a sliver of HP amount of blob. And you have like a blob you estimate to be at about one third of its full health on your left. Just the south side of blood. Okay, then I'll go after the shoddy third. Trying to squish that up. Tev just kind of swan dives into a. That's 16. That does hit. And would this also be with the yep. snake attack yep. right now? Yep, your buddy Mirzel is still right there, so you do get sneak attack. Sweet, sweet. Juicy 13. 13 damage, is what you said? Yep. Alright. They look like they have... They look comparably damaged. Looks like a dagger attack wouldn't quite finish either of them off, but you're welcome to try. I thought she was attacking the weaker one with that. Oh, I thought she said she was attacking the one that looked like it had a third of its health left. Uh, oh. the third one. Yeah. Okay. Um, then she'll do a dagger into the same one. Remember, you do not get to add your dex bonus. 
That's, that's an 18 to hit. Alright, that will hit. And with an additional three. Alright. It takes it. Mirzel, you are up. It looks that you could you're pretty confident you could finish one of these off with a good damage roll. Alright, um. Hmm. Is the tiny one the tiny one looks like it has a bit more viscosity? Uh, the, the tinier of the two looks like it is holding on by a thread. Uh, the larger of the two looks like it has slightly more thread. Well, above hmm. game, they have a total of 9 HP. I was going to say, if I nat 20 on this, can I hit both of them? You know, sure, let's go for it. All right. I'll screen grab if I do. I don't. Uh, 14, so I'll, I'll take out the big one. Okay. Roll your damage. Um, just to make sure you get enough. Uh, 14. 14 damage? Yeah. Nice. Yep, that will do it. I was gonna say, it w yeah, if it... It was probably almost impossible for me, because I think minimum I do 7 damage. Yeah. Yeah, assuming, of course, you did baseball bat and didn't forget to... Yes, yeah. At which point you have two, three health jellies to deal with. Anyway... I believe that's your turn. Can I bonus action unarm strike and try to stomp the little one? No, because raw the bonus action unarm strike is a monk feature and has requires key points. You can't do it unless you're an, like it, there's ways you can do it, but you don't got them. Hmm. But what if I did? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. All right, uh, Alexander, you are up. There is one lowly jelly that's looking really not strong. Great. Um, I'm going to be overkill, and uh, I'm going to try and chill touch it again. Because um, I do not want to touch this thing with a 20-foot pole, so I'm going to touch it with a 120-foot skeletal hand. Uh, hand is really creepy. Actually, I won't, cool. apparently, because I rolled another nat one. You are going in jail. Um, yeah, so that, that would be a four, and I don't think that hits. So... It does not. Like, the number of real, natural one, also raw for an attack, always misses. Great. Um, I am going to look away and pretend that I never tried to cast a spell in the first place. Only you had mind spiked it, for which it almost certainly would have failed. Eh, yeah, who knows. I went so for the now, cool factor. <laughs> the jelly, surprised that it lived to fight another day, is going to sue the pod town. Great. For a 19. But take consolation knowing that in the turn left universe, roll 20 gave it a natural 20. So you dodged a crit. So 19, I believe, memory serves, does hit you. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take uh, 9 bludgeoning and 2 acid damage. Okay. Not dead. Yeah. Yep, just unconscious again, I believe. Yes. <laughs> Frick. Yeah. Elite. Yeah. Alright, so Tev goes down again. And you're gonna go, Are you guys sure you got this? <sighs> I never said I did! <laughs> Alright, that my is my turn. The, that is the Uzu's turn. Ashlyn is up. Oh, Ashlyn grabs another one of her pebbles. 
balances it on her finger and gives it a little flick the ooze, which will be a 13 to hit. That will hit, and I'm pretty sure your plus alone kills it, but let's see the number. Uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. That will do it. You have a puddle. And then she's gonna be, then she's gonna walk slowly, because she doesn't do anything quickly, um, up to uh, Tev on the ground, and she's gonna pull out it looks like a beautiful, juicy blueberry. And she's just gonna pop it in Tev's mouth. You wake up with one HP. I gave you a good berry. You also feel surprisingly full for the beginning of a day. Not hungry. Nice. Huh. Yeah, that Tev, you're alive again. Awesome. The room is now clear. We are running long. You get the impression this room is safe. You don't, uh, if you wanted to take a short rest to uh, regain some hit points because two of you are at one HP, that would be advised. Uh, but that's going to be where we cut the episode regardless because next time you'll explore further. I'm going to radio Sounds the dwarves. Dealt with your fucking oozes. Oh, awesome, thanks. We'll, we'll reach you in the temple next time. Great. Thank you for checking out our show. As a reminder, we are part of Bard Rock Network, who you can support by checking out our sponsor, Dragon Master Games. Support a local game store, get yourself some TTRPG essentials, and help the network produce more excellent content. It really makes a difference. Our show and all the other shows on Bard Rock Network wouldn't be possible without the support of people like you on our Patreon and Ko-fi. That's why we like to thank supporters who pledge above a certain tier at the end of network productions. This month's top supporters are Sarah, Queen, Viralor, and Paul. Thank you all so much for supporting the network. If you want to get shoutouts and other rewards, pledge on our Patreon or Ko-fi today. Links in the show notes.